Portions of this program were pre-recorded. Everything is awesome. I just think it's awesome. Thank you guys. You guys are awesome. Thank you for listening. Everything you see or think or say is awesome. It's nice to just listen to everybody laughing. All those things kind of make me a big hoe. <laughs> Talking about other things that get your mind off your daily stress. Well, I don't want your poopicles on I me. I don't want your poopicles either. I don't want anyone to poopicles. You guys are awesome, and Elvis Duran, you are the man. Oh, hey. Your shows, you know, keep it up just the way that it is. You guys are awesome. Everything is awesome. This is Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. <laughs> That's funny. Yes, everything is just awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely a show opener from another era, an era where things were awesome. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. When was that? That seems like quite a quite a while ago. Anyway, welcome to the day where everything is awesome. It's Wednesday, uh, February or April or August. I don't know what day it is. Who cares? Is it Christmas yet? What day is it? What day is no. it? It's April 8th. Yeah. <laughs> See, look, it's April 8th. It's a Wednesday. Welcome to the day. It's Elvis Duran, the uh, morning show. We've got lots to do today. Good morning, Danielle. Good morning. And there's Gandhi. Hi. There's Scary. Hello. And Froggy. Good morning, Straight Nate. Buenos dias. And there's, uh, there's Scotty B's in the other room. We have everyone checking in from home. We've got uh, got Diamond, and we have producer Sam, and we have Garrett. And we have, I mean, we have so much to do today. Why are we sitting here talking when we could play some Christina Aguilera? Listen to this. It's been a while. Come on.
Wow, that sounds so good! Wow, look at that. That is coming over. Christina Aguilera. I do believe that our own producer, Sam, auditioned for her middle school talent show with that song. She didn't make oh, it, wow. but she auditioned with that song. So it brings back memory. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent song to start the show with. Welcome to the day. Let's go talk to our first caller of the day, Morgan on line 24. Uh, good morning, Morgan. Well, welcome good to Wednesday. Morning. How are you feeling for the day? Are you feeling good for the day ahead? I'm definitely feeling better now. Now that I'm talking better? to you guys. Oh, okay. Aww, that's nice. Well, uh, Morgan is a pharmacy tech on Long Island, and so they take your temperature multiple times per day to make sure you're not on boil, right? They do. They take our temperatures twice a day, so they scan our foreheads, and we all hope for the best. <laughs> but yes. no, everybody's You're everybody's like, doing well for now. Good, good. You're like they take they take your temperature. You're like wait, wait, wait. And they're like ah, oh, you're fine. It's like ah. Oh, yeah, you kind of hold your breath. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what? Don't we take temperatures uh, at the uh, at the control? facilities yes. scary and, and you and, and nate and scotty b every morning they come in and they take that little mini gun and they have you taken it yet not this morning but yesterday I was. okay let's get going i think can we take live temperatures yes. i mean the pressure's on yes. okay so as we get ready for that morgan we want to thank yes. you for all you're doing as a as a pharmacy tech what does a pharmacy tech do exactly um we do all the behind the scenes work um we assist the pharmacist in um filling producing drugs um everybody's medications. I do a lot of billing. So I, I do a lot of fighting with insurance companies to make sure that right, people good. get their medications, especially in particular kids, pediatrics. So we'd be Aww. totally screwed without you and all the pharmacy techs working right now. Well, thank you, Morgan. And uh, we're going to send you no, an Elvis Duran morning show shirt. As soon as we find thank one, you. and as soon as we find one, we'll ruin it. And then as soon as we ruin it, we'll find someone to mail it. So it's like, it, it could be, uh, I don't know. It's a, <laughs> a whole it's <laughs> thank you. And thank anyway. you so much for um, shouting out to all the healthcare workers and the pharmacy, uh, the pharmacists, the pharmacy techs, everybody. We really appreciate it. You guys really keep us going. It's been really hard, but you guys really, really keep us going with a smile on our faces and keep us laughing. Well, thank you for marching into battle every day. I, it can't be easy, but we'll get through this, Morgan. And knowing that you're listening is fantastic. Hold on one second, okay? And thanks for being the first caller of the day. I love that. All right, when are we taking temperatures? Uh, in about two minutes, <laughs> they're walking down the hallway with the thermometer as we speak. Oh. oh do we have like a thermometer concierge in the building? That is so <laughs> bougie. There's a keyboard. Who's in charge of the... Th I want to know who's in charge of the thermometer. Engineer Rachel is. Oh, okay. okay. All right. 
who's who's checking her temperature? Hmm. Yeah, All right, exactly. we'll get to that in a minute. Around the room, we'll start with you, Danielle. What's on your mind before the show gets rolling? All right, so my kids have been on spring break like this week and next week, so we've been watching movies every single night because I let them stay up a little bit later since they don't have to get up for schooling, and we've been watching Adam Sandler movies every night. I cannot believe how many damn Adam Sandler movies there are. Every time there I think are. we've watched every single one, it's like, oh, we didn't see this one yet. I'm like, oh my gosh, this guy has made a lot of damn movies. And don't they all sort they of melt funny. into one after a while? There's just like one long Adam Sandler movie. I feel like they kind of do, but they're all funny. And I think the funniest part to me is that he puts all his friends in all of his movies. So it's like there's always cameos of the same people popping up in all of the movies. So I love him. I think he's just so fun and he's just a great guy. So it's a, those are fun movies to watch with your kids. Adam Sandler movies. So if you get a chance. Hey, what's up with you today, Gandhi? <laughs> I want to sue Instagram because oh. they've done a lot of updates and I don't know how recently they did it, but now when you're scrolling on someone's page while you're lurking, there's an option to follow them up at the top right corner. And I have accidentally clicked that a few times, not knowing that I did it. So one, they knew I was lurking on their page Two, Now I'm following them. And some people actually wrote me messages like, oh, hey, thanks for the follow. And I want to be like, oh, I didn't mean to do that. I was actually just being a creep, and now I've been caught. Thanks a lot, Instagram. Yes. You're ruining my life. So you're suing. Let me get this straight. Gandhi's suing Instagram because she's a creep. Okay, makes Absolutely. sense. Absolutely. Why would you switch really? it to make it so easy for me to look like a creep? It's your fault. All right, Instagram. scary. For your around-the-room scary, let's take your temperature. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Leave the room and getting their temperature That's took. Right here. All right, here I get my hair did and my temperature took. Engineer Rachel. All right, come on. Engineer Rachel coming in. Let's see if scary needs to go home. She's hmm. pointing the gun at his head. Shoot him! Shoot him! What, what, <laughs> what am is I? it? What am I? 97 1. 97.1. Oh. Ooh, 90, it sounds like a it sounds like a classic rock radio station. Oh. Um all right, so uh <laughs> well what about uh, what about straight Nate and Scotty B? Right. And Scotty B. Come on, shoot the gun. Right in the head. Usually murdering uh, is his job. 96 <laughs> 8. Oh, 96.8. Right. 96.8. Are you alive? I'm a little yeah. low there, Nate. <laughs> He's a snake. <laughs> he sleeps with his eyes open. Now we're shooting Scotty B in Master Control, and his temperature is, what is it? One more, oh, hold on a second, Scotty. What is it, Scotty? 97.1, just like me. Oh. All right. Look at that. We're good. Well, that's kind of creepy. You both have the same temperature. Hmm. What's going on there? Uh, all right. Let's get into our horoscopes. And uh, we say good morning to Brody, who's waking up. It is, I think today is first day of Passover, is it not? Tonight is the first night of two nights. Okay, first night. You know, I was talking to a Diamond earlier. It's also uh, National Empanada Day, so I don't know if you're at a Passover yeah. or imp empanadas. It's oh. Either one, you, you're covered. Uh, actually, let's, let's go uh, into the horoscopes. Go right ahead. All right, so uh, happy birthday, Patricia Arquette. It is uh, her birthday today. Capricorn, do not be afraid of an obstacle that may currently be in your way. Your resilience is what brings you about a good outcome. Your day's an eight. Aquarius, your day is what you make it. Stay true to your instincts. Your day is a nine. Pisces, during these crazy times, become familiar to somebody that you may have lost contact with. Your day's an eight. Aries, do not feel like you need to make sense of the world around you right now. Make sure you continue to be yourself. Your day is a seven. Taurus, do not let your indecisiveness let you down. Just learn, go with the flow. Your day's a nine. Gemini, your erratic energy may be throwing you and some of the people around you off a little bit. Slow down and speak from your own perspective. Your day is a seven. 
Cancer, you need to believe in your dreams for them to come true. Remember that no one's going to do the hard work for you. Your day's an eight. Leo, you've been yearning for something in your life that may seem out of reach. Keep that fiery passion focused. It will come in time. Your day is a 10. Virgo, practice open-mindedness. Embrace people's differences to learn and respect their viewpoints. Your day's a nine. Libra, unexpected information may come to you out of the blue. Stay on your game and be ready to keep all lines of communication wide open. Your day is an eight. Hey, Scorpio, you may notice that there's a peaceful feeling to your day. Use this positive energy to get a project done that maybe you've been putting off. Your day is an eight. Sagittarius, your intuition is picking up on the energy of people around you. Pay attention to useful information you may have been given. It could come in handy. Your day is a nine, and those are your Wednesday morning horoscopes. All right, let's get into the three things we need to know. Gandhi, you're up. What's up? Okay. Well, it's happening in LA now and it could be happening around the rest of the country. Anybody who leaves their home must now have a mask covering their mouth or nose. If not a mask, then something like a scarf. But businesses like grocery stores and pharmacies can now refuse service if you don't, starting on Friday. Two other California counties, Riverside and San Diego, are doing similar things. I could see that happening here soon. We all know that insurance companies can be a pain, but how about a good story from the land of insurance? American Family is sending out checks of $50 a car to more than 2 million customers because there have been so few cars on the road that accident rates have dropped dramatically, which means the companies are saving a lot of money and they want to help out some of their customers a little bit. Allstate is doing something similar, refunding 15% of customer premiums. So if you have either of those carry carriers check out what you could get back from them and finally disney officials might be doing what we're doing every day they want to figure out the best and safest way to reopen parks and one possibility they're thinking of is taking the temperatures of park guests before they can come in they want everybody to feel safe when returning to that new sense of normal of course this means lines may get out of control but i think people would be willing to deal with that knowing that they're safe disney parks have been closed indefinitely for a while now so people like danielle are missing them and they're trying to figure yeah. out how you can get back in there and those can are you imagine snow things. white taking your temperature as you walk into disney world <laughs> thank you thank you snow that would yes. be pleasant <laughs> yeah there you have it we have a one thousand dollar free money phone tap in one hour also brene brown is on our show she's here in about a couple hours and uh also daniel newman from walking dead we've got lots of stuff to do you guys ready for your wednesday yeah. All right, let's have a Wednesday. Come on. Welcome to the morning show. Morning show. Elvis Duran and the morning show. Sponsored by State Farm. Talk to an agent today about combining your home and auto insurance at 1-800-STATE-FARM or by visiting statefarm.com. Hey, everyone. It's Selena Gomez. I just wanted to send a message saying that I'm thinking of all of you. I hope that you are all safe and hopefully the music is keeping you company. More importantly, let's be smart. I'll be thinking of you guys. Keep my hands to myself. Elvis Duran in the morning show. Oh, okay. Um, well, welcome to the day. So many people excited that Brene Brown was going to be on the show today. Uh, I don't know if you've seen any of her, uh, t her, if you've seen her TED Talk, if you've seen her shows on uh, Netflix. Uh, she has this podcast out that's really great. If you've never experienced Brene Brown, uh, you'll love her. And she's going to be on uh, in a couple hours. We're going to talk about anxiety and other fun things. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Yay! Fun about anxiety. Yay, anxiety. <clears throat> so excited. Uh, I don't know about you, but, you know, we're, I'm not going to the grocery store. So I just want to live on what's in the house. I'm starting to run out of a few things. Are you guys starting to notice you? there are things you need, but you don't want to go to the store? So you're just going to make do? What are you running out yep. of? Yep. Yeah, what are you running out of? Syrup. 
Oh no. <laughs> oh, pancake. No. My, my kids go through more pancake syrup than anywhere. And so I said to them, guys, we're not, we don't have any, I don't have an Instacart coming for a couple of days. So you're going to make do. So squeeze out whatever's left in the damn bottle. And that's how it's going to be. Sorry. Really? I mean, with yep. a world without syrup is going to be a world without anything that's like done on it's the ground. It's dry. I mean, what are you going to do? Very dry. <laughs> you could use jam, maybe jelly or something. I don't know. Ooh, uh, I don't maybe. Know. Well, I don't know. I'm just thinking. Uh, yeah, Froggy, what are you running out of? I'm very low on toothpaste. I'm so low now that I'm doing like the rub it on the counter and try and get every little last piece out of the tube. Today, <laughs> oh, I'm definitely yeah. going to go uh, make a run to get some toothpaste. A toothpaste Ooh. run. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Uh, <laughs> we've been asked to stay in, but I, I know that uh, Easter Sunday is coming this Sunday, and uh, I think Alex may be coming out to the to the house, and so I may have to get a ham. I don't even eat ham. We do this every year. When <laughs> Easter comes around, you've got to have a ham. I don't even like ham. But Lisa I'm, I'm ordered a honey ham. baked ham yesterday, and we don't eat ham. I'm like, what do you get? We don't even eat. Nobody in this house even likes ham. Oh, we have to have it for Easter. Okay, I know. Whatever. It doesn't make sense. Uh, <laughs> what are you what running out of, like. Gandhi? Yeah, that's exactly uh, for her. Me it's milk, because I'm not really a giant milk fan in general, so I just buy like a tiny little container of it. But I've really been hitting this cereal hard, so my milk is going away, and now I'm like, oh, maybe I'm just gonna have to go cerealless. Yeah, oh, you know, it's, dry, it's really great. This, dry cereal. This week, oh. since I'm uh, since I'm not uh, drinking this week, I don't need limes and lemons. So I'm I'm not making cocktails. So I've got plenty <laughs> oh, of limes and lemons. But if you notice, <laughs> limes and lemons, the older they get, the smaller they get. They turn into like little babies. I'm like, what are you they doing? Shrivel. Where'd you go? So no. I guess it's not any good. I am okay. This is the, this is the part you're gonna look at me and go, oh, who cares? I'm running out of live flowers. I when this first started, <laughs> I put flat. You, you walk into the grocery store, and there's always the flowers right there. I'm like, oh, right, right. yeah, you know, bouquet. So I had like three things, big things of flowers I'd arranged around the house, and they're all dead. They all, the ones that yeah. are barely alive stink. They have that, that you know flower what? water smell. What? I can Yuck. see you yeah. wanting to have those around the house because it makes you happy. And at this time, you know, you the little things make you happy and kind of keep you upbeat. And that's one of the things that make you happy. So I can see you wanting to have that around, you know? Exactly. And, and, but it's not necessary. Also, people, uh, instead of syrup, Daniel, they're saying put peanut butter on your pancakes. That's something. Oh, I do like that. I do like peanut butter on my pancakes. I'm running out of oil for my candelabra. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's get into the feel goods. I think producer Sam is <laughs> producer Sam is on the line. Good morning, producer Sam. Wakey, wakey, hands off, snakey. Morning. Uh, Who's mine or his? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, what hello. do you have to make us feel good hello. today? <laughs> All right. So I owe a listener, Ginger Swenson, sent me the story from Earlham, Indiana, and I am blown away by it. I really hope we figure this out. So every single resident in that town, which is 1,400 people, they were each mailed three gift cards totaling $150 from an anonymous sender. So this person gave a $50 gift card to a nearby grill, a nearby restaurant, and a grocery store. And when all that's said and done, that means the person spent over $82,000 on this town not only helping the people who are in it, but helping these three businesses, which were definitely struggling. And I need to find out who this Batman of savings for the town is, because this has this is so incredible. The donor just got in touch with the mayor and said, listen, this is what I want to do. Can you help me pull it off? And they managed to do it. How incredible that. is that? I don't. Yeah, I really want to figure amazing. out who this person is. 
You've got to be the richest person in the area. So it's such a great story. Thank you so much, Ginger, for the submission. And if you have a story that deserves to be featured, email me, Sam at Elvisdran.com, subject line, feel goods, and add photos because this is going on the website. Thank you, Producer Sam. We love you. Have a beautiful day today. Love you. You too. Danielle, uh, real quick, your headlines uh, coming up next in your Daniel report. What do you have? You know what we're saying goodbye to tonight? Modern Family. Can you believe wow. it? That's yeah, crazy. Shit's Creek crazy. last night, Modern Family yep. tonight. Two massive shows. All right, that and more yep. on the way right after this. Is this conversation really going to keep the listeners thrilled? Yes. Yeah. Elvis Duran in the morning show. This is a virus. It doesn't respect boundaries or borders. Right now, our best defense has been social distancing. Social distancing. Elvis Duran in the morning show. Lots of text rolling through. Uh, Elvis, scary times for all of us healthcare workers. We now have to use, reuse our PPE in our hospital. Our exposure rate is also going up, putting all of us at risk. I'd love an announcement on the air. Please, if you have supplies for the hospitals, get them to them. They are still very important for some hospitals. We want to keep doing our job, but we the risk is way too high. Also, our friend Mike sends us a text. Good morning. I'm a New York City construction worker, still working and doing what I have to do for my family who I haven't seen in three weeks including mm. my kids. No one's really saying, hey, hi, construction workers. Okay, let's do that for you, Mike. And yeah. for all all the other men and women who are out there on construction sites. We do work through uh, this time on low-income housing. We continue to build so that homeless vets and elderly and homeless people can have a place to stay in. I want to say thank you for uh, to all the people who risk to go in every day for everyone. And uh, thank you for giving of yourself. Thank you, Mike. We appreciate it. Liz is on uh, line 24. Say good morning to Liz, just ahead of the Danielle report, as we say goodbye to Shit's Creek and Modern <laughs> Family, which has yep. everyone devastated. Hey, Liz, how yes. are you? Good. How are you? Is it true, and we're doing well, thank you, that you're actually going back to work on the floor for the first time in seven years because you want to get back in the game and help out? That's oh. true. Yep. Yep. Yeah, so first so day back on the floor, very anxious. Oh, I bet. I mean, it's been seven years. So uh, did you officially retire or did you enter another uh, aspect of healthcare? What, what did you do for the last seven years? I've been a case manager for heart failure patients. Right. And now you're back on the yeah. floor. Are you a little now excited or just floor. are you very scared? I mean, what, what is the mix of emotions that you're having about this? It's, it's a combination. So anxiety um, and I am a little, a little excited to get back there um, doing the bedside stuff, taking care of the patients. You know, getting to know my patients again. You know, I was I was watching a story yesterday about how all the nurses and all the the staff members who are actually bedside with with patients who are on uh, who are in there for the COVID nineteen, they are actually the only family they're allowed to see. I mean, you are you are representing the families of these patients, and so they do need you so much. And also. It must be good for you to see your, your your work with coworkers that are on the floor as well, because there is an energy there that you haven't had in seven years. Oh, absolutely. So, you know, as a case manager, I had a relationship with the bedside nurse, but now I'm one of them. Um, so right. I think it'll be a different relationship um, with them. So, yeah, the floor I'm, I'm working on is actually our COVID floor. Um, so we have, you know, positive COVID patients that we're managing. So. Well, thank you. So I'm sure a lot of people. Scary, are, so thank you. I, I, it is. You know what? But the fact that you're doing it, it's, it, there's bravery there. It's just so fantastic. And just be careful, Liz. And we're so honored to have you listening to our show. Thank you for doing what you're doing. Thank you. 
Can I get a T-shirt? Absolutely. <laughs> what do you? What am I? Am I going to say no? I mean, what an a-hole I would be if I'm like, no, sorry, <laughs> not for you. I can't have one. <laughs> no shirt for you, Miss. I went away for seven years off the floor. No, here it is, Liz. Hold on one second, and, and thank you for listening. Be safe, and thanks for doing what you're thank doing. Thank you. You're very welcome. Let's let's get into the Danielle report. Danielle, you ready yes. to go? Our yes. friend Katie Forte, so, Danielle, was online crying yeah. last night because the last episode of Shit's Creek had her on the floor oh, in tears. I know a lot of people. Now, I haven't watched it yet because I'm still one or two seasons behind, I will admit. Mm-hmm. But last night was the finale of Shit's Creek. After six seasons, they said goodbye. A lot of people were upset. A lot of people said there are still a lot of things they could have done with the show. And I'm sure there are. Uh, but they did do some good before they left. 164000 uh, uh for food banks and coronavirus they helped out so congratulations to them for doing that um i know uh, all celebrities are doing their part uh tonight we say goodbye to modern family 250 episodes 11 seasons they have been on it will be a one hour goodbye and basically it's about getting used to their new lives because uh some of them have new lives now settling into new different families lifestyles so that's going on tonight and that is going to be very sad for a lot of people because that that's 11 seasons is a long time. So saying goodbye to them tonight. Um, so on-screen costumes from popular shows like Chernobyl will be used by healthcare professionals to help uh, help fight coronavirus. This costume company that gives costumes to these shows, they're donating all of these costumes. So I think it's so cool. They've been using them for all kinds of um, shows that like, you know, for war shows and um and like combat shows. And they're like, you know what? These costumes can be used for good. And so they're donating them all. And I think that's such a great thing. They've been doing that for a while now, but now we're really starting to talk about it. Harry Styles is selling shirts to help uh, fight coronavirus. Uh, In the front of the shirt, it says, stay home, stay safe, protect each other. And in the back, it says, this shirt, fights COVID-19 and then it says treat people with kindness because you know that's his thing you can go to his website I think it's like 26 bucks to get the shirt if you're a Harry Styles fan you can wear a shirt from him and you can help so that's awesome um did you see the Justin Timberlake World War II veteran dance the 97 year old guy was dancing to can't stop the feeling it was so So adorable it's on the good news movement uh Instagram and uh I, I Last time I checked, there was only over like 600,000 views to this thing. Justin Timberlake so loved it. He got so excited. The guy is so cute at 97 years old. <laughs> it was just over there dancing. So cute. Little old men are so cute. They're so cute. So oh, thank uh, you. Awesome. Is that why you like and me by, so no, much? <laughs> you're not You're not quite there yet. Not quite there yet. And by, but, by the way, Danielle, <laughs> Justin's going to be on with us either tomorrow or Friday. Oh, that's awesome. That'll be fun. And just so you know, uh, Justin did a little interview and they asked him, okay, so what makes you happy? He said, ice cream, pizza, pancakes. He said, I'm kind of just like naming things that make me happy while I'm sitting at home eating. Also, my son makes me happy, things like that. And they asked him what his favorite toy was. As a kid, he had a Cabbage Patch Kid. And he said he carried that damn thing everywhere that he went. I had a Cabbage Patch Kid, too. And I carried that damn thing everywhere I went. You do, and you still do, don't you? Uh, don't you remember <laughs> Justin Timberlake used to have like uh, Cabbage Patch Kid hair? 
for a while when he had yep. the term. He, he did. Yep. He did have that for a the while. The ramen noodles. Uh, yep. <laughs> yes. The weekend has a video out for one of the tracks on his album, Until I Bleed Out. You may want to check that out. And Post Malone, you know his hit Circles? Well, this guy Tyler is claiming that he co-wrote the song. He says he helped out with the bass line, with the chords, and he's basically not getting compensated the right way. So, uh, yeah, he's not happy about that, and he's speaking out. And your Tiger King. It looks like this episode that we're getting is going to be a reunion special. This is according to uh, Tiger King's latest husband, and it looks like Carol Baskin will not be in this episode because she's a little pissed off at how she was portrayed in the last episode. <laughs> Uh-huh. How was she? Isn't that how she is? Like how is That's she? That's just her. <laughs> it's you, you think Carol get, uh, Will they get Andy Cohen to host the reunion show? I wonder. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be pretty cool. Uh, tonight, like I said, the series finale of Modern Family. You've got Survivor, The Masked Singer, Lego Masters, and your challenge over on MTV. Excellent. Thank you, Danielle. Uh, yeah, it's true. <laughs> Brene Brown is coming on in about uh, in an hour, I guess. Hello, straight Nate. When's Brene on? About eight, around eight twenty, so uh, Eastern time. So that's about an hour and a half from now. Okay. Again, to those who had to say goodbye to Shit's Creek last night and uh, Modern Family tonight. Yeah, you know this is not a time for shows to go away. Couldn't they put a few extra in the can? You know, it's like right. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. How dare they? Uh, yeah, I know it's just awful. Hey. Uh, <laughs> oh, wait a minute. You know what? Do you want to hear what? the joke? Fallon actually told a funny joke about Modern Family going away last night. Yes. Uh, scary has it. If you want to hear it. There it is. Yep. Guys, uh, after 11 seasons, tomorrow is the series finale of Modern Family. That's right. They were fine for 11 years. Then after just four weeks of quarantine, it's over. <laughs> oh, there you have it. <laughs> That's what happens in a it's lot of It's a little different when he's doing the jokes from the house, right? <laughs> so, okay, here's my question. I saw a story yesterday. I wanted to bring it up on the show. How many of you actually had the sex talk with your parents when you were growing up, when you were a kid? Never. I don't wow. remember. Not me. I don't even remember. <laughs> no one on our show had the the, the sex talk. Is that just no, a thing of the past? No, were very honest. If I asked them anything, they would just give me the direct answer. But they never sat me down and said, "Oh, we're going to talk about this today, kid." Thank God. Yeah. Uh, yeah, scary. You? No, of course not. No, no. My, my parents actually <laughs> knew that I was watching porn back then, so they said, "Ah, oh, he'll figure it out on his own." Oh, good. So that's your idea oh, of what God. sex is. Porn. No, well, that was- uh, Brody's on line 19. Uh, pop, pop him on. Brody's dad had the sex talk with him. God rest his soul. Hey, uh, Brody. Yeah. Uh, what did he do? What did he do? Uh, well, he sat me down and he took out a, a big medical book and he, it had like, uh, you know, drawings in it. Like, and uh, he showed me the drawings and he said this, you know, insert A uh, into flat B. And uh, it, it was, it was, it was very, it was very clinical. It, it was very like this is what happens. And I remember saying, "Ew, you're lying to me. That's disgusting." Um, <laughs> but it was, a, it was a book. It looked like it was from the fifties, and it was, uh, it was pictures. You know, like uh, I love that anatomical, anatomical drawings. We had, now, had, they done, like, had they done a porn about that? It would have been, oh, yeah, oh. slip A into my flap B. Yeah. Oh. Exactly. I, I, I yeah, could not look at B. my I, – I remember not being able to look at my mother for weeks because all I could do was picture them doing what was in the book. Yeah, it's hard to know that you're – remember, your mom has a flap B. Well, anyway, I want to get into this. we, we got to take a break. I, hold on to all of this. We're going to take a break. Uh, I want to hear from you. The uh, interesting way you learned about sex from your mom and dad uh, or from whoever, uh, 1-800-242-0100. Text at 55 We'll be back right after this. Oh, my God. I finally got through. You 
CTV's Property Brothers are teaming up with Hollywood A-listers so they can give the gift of home to the special people in their lives. Catch the premiere of this life-changing new series, Celebrity IOU, Monday at 9, 8 central on HGTV and HGTV Go. Wow, Cardi B. She really puts it very well. Tells us what she thinks. Anyway, welcome to uh, another hour of this. We do have Brene Brown on the way. Actually, this hour, we have our friend Daniel Newman, uh, a friend of ours. He's an actor, uh, very well known for uh, playing in Walking Dead, but also he's got a huge following online. People love following him because he's some big gay sex symbol. We got that going for us. Anyway, I got to tell you, he had an experience. Daniel had an experience where he was getting sick and he knew he had coronavirus. He went to the hospital. They hooked him up and uh, they did the tests and he was lying there. He He's laying there and he actually he sent out video to all of his uh, followers on social. Uh, they told him that he, he couldn't he couldn't get the results. He was too healthy. So they charged That's him so $9,000 $9, and sent him on his way. They charged him $9,000 without a result. $9, anyway, $1,000. Yes. Wait till you hear his story because there's more to it. He's actually turning this story into something that's actually a great idea where we should all have free testing and uh, we shouldn't have to go through that kind of thing. Anyway, he's going to be on uh, in about 30 minutes after the free money phone tap. Uh, what are we doing here? <laughs> Straight Nate. Oh, I know. We're talking about sex. Oh, that's right. Oh, my God. <laughs> I remember when I was a little when I was a little kid, my parents, uh, if, if they were bathing me or whatever, you know, when I was fourteen, no, when I was much younger, uh, they called it my, they called it my popo. Okay. Oh, <laughs> they did. Cool. And so uh, that was as close to anything sexual my parents and I ever said to each other. Them calling my <laughs> thing my popo. Of course, Danielle, they called it her area. I think my area. Yeah. So, you know, I had some friends down the street, a brother and sister. I'm not going to say their names, but their parents actually showed them a video. They sat down with their kids and they, they watched a video of, uh, it was a sex ed video for kids and it became the talk of the town. And we all, we all snuck over there and we watched it one day when the parents weren't home. It was great. That was my first porn. It was fabulous. Oh my gosh! Anyway, <laughs> so I did. I did a show of hands around the room, and everyone said, "Nah, they never really had that conversation ever." So I don't know. Is that unusual? I mean, is it is a parent? Is that something? Is that the conversation that you really think it's a very important conversation to have? Oh, I definitely I think-, think it is. Yeah, I think my husband's got to have that with my son. That's not my. I don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> If I had girls, then I would have the conversation. But I think because, you know, he's in the house. My husband's in the house still. So I'm like, anything, anything penis related, I go, dad, dad. That's what Lisa does. Lisa's like, hey, you got to help him with that. I'm like, why me? She goes, because you have one of those. I'm like, well, you've seen plenty. What do you got to help me? Why not? Wow. Wow. A text message just said, our parents will will talk about sex with each other across the dinner table when we're growing up. It was pretty much how we learned about it and how we learned very fast. Uh, What was that text I sent earlier? Uh, Oh, it disappeared. Oh, here it is. My mom and dad gave me 
their talks separately. My mom came up to my room one day and told me how terrible sex was and I should never do it. And she described in detail her terrible experience. And then my father came up a couple of days later, found out that I had watched porn and decided to come up, uh, come up to my, to my room drunk, telling me how sex was nothing like what I saw in porn. And he described what it should be. Oh God. Oh, oh my, my God. God. <laughs> two different perspectives <laughs> so That's nice. the breakdown is like 50 percent of women it was women who were surveyed said that uh the talk happened that a lesser percentage was they were given a pamphlet or a book and then the rest said that they, they were given a video to show like here's a video go watch this and mom and dad just kind of disappeared you know i don't know <laughs> yeah yes gandhi uh, the closest we ever came, I think we were, my sister and I were like 19 and 20, and this was traumatic. We were in the car with my parents on a trip to Marco Island, and my dad said, hey, now that I have you guys captive, I got to know, have either of you ever been involved in heavy necking? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> to this day, I still don't know what that is. Heavy necking. My sister necking. was like, this is heavy necking. And my sister was like, we had to get out of the car. We have to tuck and roll right now. This is going to go terrible. <laughs> I still need to know God, what God, can is. you imagine? They must have been so nervous just to bring up heavy yeah. necking. Uh, <laughs> all right. We have some people on the phone. Uh, line one is Haley. Let's see how uh, she learned about sex from uh, her dad, I'm hearing. Hi, Haley. Hi. Hello. So how did your dad have the talk with you? So I was in high school, and my parents sat me down at the table and I uh, started explaining how sex works and stuff. And my dad in the middle of it, he was drinking a beer. I guess it was a weird conversation. I'm his oldest daughter. And uh, he took off his sock and proceeded to use his sock and the beer bottle to explain to me how to properly use a condom. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he rolled a sock on his beer bottle. Well, I know, but yeah. did you actually learn from that, or did you already know before that what a condom was and how it was I used? Already, yeah, I already knew how to do all that before <laughs> yeah. they set me down. Well, don't they in school That's use excellent. like a banana and a and a condom? Do they do that in school? I don't remember. They did for Some me. Do. I thought they the day. did. Yeah. Right? That's yeah. what I thought they did. They did. I know, but a, but a beer bottle and a, and a sock. That's my yeah. favorite. I love that. That's a, all right, Haley. Yeah. Thank you so much. And uh, have a great day. Thanks for listening and stay safe, okay? Yeah, you guys too. Okay, Tiffany, line twenty-four. Uh, what, what was the Tiffany? What was the sex talk like with your parents? Can you tell us? Yes. Oh my God. Hello, lady. I'm so excited to be on the radio. Oh, hello, lady. <laughs> Thanks hello. for being here. Uh, so my mom, her thing was basically she was like, "Okay, she set it down. Look, if you have sex, here's a picture of what herpes looks like on a penis. Here's a picture of what chlamydia looks like on a vagina. Here's a picture of what syphilis looks like. You can get any of this if you have sex." So she basically wow. tried to scare you off of sex for the rest of your life. <laughs> basically, and it was her whole thing. Just these here are pictures, and you can do what you want to do, but if you do it, this is a possibility of what could happen. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. Um, that's exactly how my eighth grade health class was. There was one day, and it was like notorious around the school, where they passed around pictures of what would happen to your body parts if you got these diseases. And I swear it was so effective, no one even held hands for like a month. <laughs> There's nothing better than a penis that with the bubbles on it. Like, how's that yeah. bubbling up? I don't want yeah, that. Yeah, full on picture. Well, but Tiffany, did it work? I mean, did it keep you from having sex at all? Um, not 
at all, considering I have two kids now, but it did for <laughs> a few years when I was in high school. I was like, no, thank you. Don't touch me. Mm-mm, no. All right. <laughs> so what, what they did is your mom bought some time until you're old enough to figure it out on your own, I guess. All right, right. Tiffany, thank you. And I hope you're staying oh safe. God. And thank you for listening to us today, Tiffany. We appreciate it. Oh, no problem. Thank you, guys. You guys thank you. And hello, Letty. Brittany, line 23. Brittany went to Catholic school, which is a whole other world when it comes to learning about sex. Hello, Brittany. Welcome to the show. Hi. How are you guys? (laughs) We're doing very well. Thank you. Thank God. Knock on whatever this is. Okay. So you went to Catholic school. How awkward was that? Really? (laughs) Really awkward. Well, okay. So it started in like, I think it was like a winter time. And it was four weeks, and you went two times a week in the evenings, and you attended it with a parent. And I have a twin sister, but we were a year different in school. And so we would fight over who got to take my dad, not because we, like, wanted my dad there particularly, but it was so much better than taking my mom. Because in the fifth grade, I had to take my mom. Or my mom went with me, I guess, because my sister, she was back in the fourth grade. So she didn't start classes yet. And my mom is not the person that I've ever been able to like really talk about those things about. And we're sitting there and they're talking about, they separated us from boys to girls. And they talked about the changes your body's going to go through with women with like period and pubic hair. And, and I mean, my mom, you know, in the middle of the class, you know, we're sitting beside each other and she leans over and she's like, do you have anything growing down there yet? And I'm like, oh, God. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, my God. Oh, no, okay. We're not doing this. <laughs> I can't remember exactly like which grade was which but I do remember like eighth grade was about relationships and saying no and like don't let anybody peer pressure you into anything but then like sixth or seventh grade was like STDs and you watch this like 1950s video (laughs) and then the lady would talk about a disease and you'd see a picture of it, like, you know, like, let's say herpes, and they'd have, like, pictures of the mouth and, like, things that could happen. And then it was, like, butterflies and rainbows. And then they have another bad picture. <laughs> oh, God. So it was, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. That's interesting. You know what I find? Yeah. I find it interesting that you felt more comfortable, you and your sister felt more comfortable with your dad with these things than your mom. I find yeah. that so odd. Yeah, I don't know dad, why. Dad's just like you, like you, like or like me, and or like us. He'd sit there, and it was just like we have to be here. This is required. Yeah. If we don't talk, like we're just gonna forget this ever happened. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brittany. Hey, Brittany. Hey, it's so good hearing from you. You sound like you're in good spirits. Are you doing okay during uh, your coronavirus days? I am. I'm actually. I'm still working because I'm considered essential. You know, I work in the ag industry and farmers. You know, mm-hmm. they're not stopping. So, and my Good. husband works on our family farm. So we're just kind of doing normal. <laughs> I love <laughs> it, know? Brittany. You sound awesome. It's so good to have you on the show. Thank you, and keep listening. Thank you, Thank you, have you so a much, good day, guys. <laughs> you too, Kira on line twenty two. So, Kira, how Hi. did your how did your how, well? Hello, Kira. Are you doing okay? I'm good. I'm on my way to work right now, actually. What do you do? I'm a medical assistant for a hospital in Vermont. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for being on the front lines every day. You know we appreciate it. So we have Absolutely. to have the talk. Let's have the yeah. talk that you had with your mom. How did your mom uh, pull it off with you? <laughs> um, she gave me a 1980s book when I was about nine years old that had very graphic pictures of genitals and a baby's head crowning during labor. And, yeah, I pretty much was scarred for about 
10 years. I had my first daughter at 19. (laughs) So what she was saying to you was, if you have sex with these parts, then this will happen. A baby's head will come out of your vagina. It's basically all she told you. Is that really? More or less, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Wow. All right. Well, listen. I uh, they had that in school. Remember the childbirth class? Like there was a video that they showed and I was actually absent that day. And I remember my friends calling me saying, oh, my gosh, I'm never having kids. You should have seen the video they showed in class today. <laughs> it was horrible. It was terrible. No. And I just happened to be absent that day. I just didn't see it. It's crazy. <laughs> I think it's crazy. I, I love watching well, videos of like a, gir- a, gir- a baby giraffe falling out of a mama giraffe, like 15 feet in the, sca- in the sky. <laughs> fall for 15 feet. Like, oh my God. And the giraffe's fine. Hey, thanks tried, for listening. Go ahead. I actually tried having the talk with my kids and they go, mom. Yeah. Oh, we, we got cut off. All right. No. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I can imagine. It's like, mom, we know. I knew. I knew long before yeah. my dead woman and my dad never said anything. Hey, uh, is <laughs> oh my God, we lost uh, the guy, the guy with the whole problem. Who was that? Uh, his name was Paul. Yeah. What did he say? His friend told him about sex, and then he was confused as to what hole it was supposed to. Oh, okay. Work okay. With. Well, <laughs> until his dad clarified oh, it three no. years later, he was yeah. Anyways. Oh, no. All, All right. right. So not the belly button. I, <laughs> not <laughs> the belly button. No. I'm sure you could have right. done fine in there, Scary. Uh, well, there you go. I mean, I, I think we're at a day and age where, you know, everyone's online. Kids are like, they know, they know everything. So and I think parents. And school takes care of a lot. I have so, you know, some paperwork. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please feel free to tell my kids anything. I don't feel comfortable telling them. So I guess. Being a parent is very challenging, but in that regard, when it comes to sex, like, oh, God, we're off the hook. I don't have to be a parent. <laughs> Pour me a martini. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, what a day. You know, Brene Brown is coming on in about a little over an hour. We had such positive response about her coming on. If you've never, ever witnessed anything Brene does, you can see her specials on Netflix and she has TED Talks and she has this podcast that we've been listening to. Uh, she's a wonderful person to talk to and get some perspective during uh, everything that's going on. Also, uh, Daniel Newman is coming on. He's an actor. He's a friend and he went through something we don't want to go through. So let's learn the lesson from him. Uh, but right now, let's get into the three things you need to know from Gandhi. Gandhi, what's going on? Well, there's a bit of controversy today as a new report was released stating U.S. intelligence officials were warning about the potential of a global pandemic as early as November. Two officials now claim that the report raised alarms of an out-of-control disease that was discovered and would pose a serious threat. They also said the report was briefed multiple times to the Pentagon and the White House, as well as certain government officials in other nations. New York's Governor Andrew Cuomo says that the state's coronavirus growth curve appears to be flattening, but the state is still in need of more medical staff. Around 7,000 additional healthcare workers are now working thanks to retired professionals stepping up to help, which is great. We love them for that. It is essential right now to remember you keep maintaining the social distancing guidelines. Keep washing your hands. Keep wearing the masks when you go out. Cover your mouth and nose. And don't go out if you don't have to, because if this is turning around, we don't want a second wave. We want to squash it all the way. And finally, how would you guys feel about this? Scientists think that they have come up with a smart toilet that recognizes you by your butt and then monitors your health through your waist, both liquid and solid. Scientists say that they can monitor all types of health issues, including colon and prostate cancer, because apparently your anal print is unique and that is how the toilet will recognize you. (laughs) Would you do it? 
<laughs> I don't know. I, really? So you're saying <laughs> that the anus? Okay, the anus is is like a thumbprint. It has it. It's unique from person to person. Yes, there are no two oh my God. buttholes alike. Can you imagine if, if you had to print that every time they, they arrested you and you had to go down to the police station? <laughs> hey, sit awesome. on this. I love how no right. two asses are alike. Well, no. I guess unless you commit a crime with an ass, they're not going to catch you at anything. But anyway. Uh, all right. I'm, I'm glad that we can overthink this. Thank you, Gandhi. Uh, let's take a break. We have a $1,000 free money phone tap coming up right after this. Hello, lady. Elvis Duran in the morning show. Yeah, $1,000 could definitely come in handy right now. If not for you, maybe you're going through some struggles at the house or maybe someone you know in your family or friends. Look, there's a lot of people who need money right now. And thanks to our friends at DeLonghi, who are always here for us to help out people that need help. You're about to win $1,000 with a free money phone tap. I was, you know, I want to remind everyone, DeLonghi is much more than these really cool espresso coffee makers and iced coffee makers. They also have the, the grills, the ovens. I mean, and they look so good in the kitchen. And uh, it, it makes cooking fun. I, I love everything that DeLonghi has sent to us that we get to play with at the house. So I want you uh, to go to DeLonghi.com. It's D-E-L-O-N-G-H-I. So Italian. And they have so many beautiful things uh, that make great gifts. And thanks to DeLong DeLonghi, we're actually sending a lot of these items and these incredible, incredible products to uh, heroes that we get on the phone from time to time. So we love you, DeLonghi. And here we go. The free money phone tab. If you want to win $1,000 right now, do it instantly by be, be, being caller 100 at 1-800-242-0100. All right. Whose phone tab is it today, Scary? Today it belongs to Danielle. Here we go, oh. Danielle. Don't answer the phone. Elvis, Elvis Duran. The Elvis Duran phone tap. Danielle, this is yours. Yes. You have an, an email ready to go? Uh-huh. Kate okay. emailed and said, my sister's graduating high school this year, and she was accepted into the college of her choice. Wouldn't it be funny if she wasn't accepted? So you need to call her. Tell her there was a mistake. She's not getting in. You can even call my mom and tell her that my sister's not getting in. It's going to be so funny. So you're going to phone tap the whole family? Yeah. Here we go. Today's phone tap. Hello. I'm Hello. looking for Darlene, please. Yes, this is. Yeah, hi, Darlene. This is Melissa Landers calling from in Vermont. I, I think I spoke to you briefly before looking for your daughter. Yeah, you were going to call my daughter on her cell. Uh, I do have her on the cell right now. She's actually there. Are you there? Yeah, hi. I had to call your daughter because we made a mistake um, with her admissions. And what? unfortunately, we have to take one student above her. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. We have all of the acceptance letters from you. We have been accepted under the honors program, and we have our grant letter from you. We have here somebody who is on the chess team and the choir, and she did community service working with elderly people. That, to me, is a lot more than snowboarding and cheerleading. Unacceptable. Totally unacceptable. She doesn't have what it takes to go here. This is asinine. I'm sorry. I, I, excuse my language, but this is absolutely asinine. I'm going to put you on hold one second, Darlene, and I'm going to just speak to her for a second. Okay. Uh, hello? Are you still there, Jacqueline? Yeah, hi. To me, this looks like somebody who partied a lot in school. Are you joking me? Look at my grades. Did you hang out with a lot of boys uh, during school? What does and that have to do with anything? Yeah, I have guy friends, but that has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> it just seems here that you were the type of student that cared more about going to the mall than studying. Oh, my God. Between you and I, your mom's on hold. Snowboarding? You are kidding, right? 
I was on the ski club. Why doesn't that count as extracurricular activity? I've got to interject here. I'm sorry, but you did not put me on hold. And then you are in no position <laughs> to go making those kind of accusations. You cannot say that she is the type to go to running to the malls. That's, I mean, you, I'm sorry, but I don't know where you're trying to get off making these kinds of accusations about my daughter. Well, uh, first of all, I don't understand why this damn hold button doesn't work. Uh, but second of all, looking at this, looks like she's a party girl. And that's not the type of person we want at <laughs> You have a better student who has choir. What the hell is that all about? Because a student has choir over um, math club, I guess that's the better of the two. So, you know, those are the judgment calls that you're making. Did you do any drugs and alcohol in school? No. Oh, now you see, though, you delayed with your answer. Oh, my God. Okay, Jackie, so Jackie, we will work out a plan. Forget it. It's, yeah, forget about it. Right I don't even want How to can you it. say forget I, I, about This is it. No, 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 no. Don't even try to, de don't even try to defend Lassen at this juncture. Okay, please. Listen. How about Kentucky? Oh, please. Have you looked into... Please. You know what, Melissa, it's, it's been interesting talking to you. You like snowboarding? They have bull riding as an extracurricular activity in oh, Kentucky. Oh, please. Oh, oh but you consider that an extracurricular activity. Where, where do you get off with these, off the bull... Forget it. Jackie, just hang up. Wait a second. No, no problem. No problem. We'll... Did you have to pay an admissions fee, by the way, yet? Of course we did. Yeah, you will not be getting that back just because of your attitude. What? You're the one who is holding back my... You know what, Jackie? We're not about negative energy. We are I know. So this, we are, this, this is, is so out of our stupid. league. This is just not about negative ridiculous. energy. So you know what, what are you, Mrs. Melissa, Feng Shui or something? Enough of my energies on this All they did was screw me over, so... My energy level of negativity is done. Do you done. think it's my fault? It's done. Is Melissa, it my... This call is done. Jackie, hang up the phone. There is no need to call back anymore. Thank you very much. I Okay, I just want to tell you one day. one other thing. Can I tell you one other thing? Oh, God. Dear. My name is Danielle Monaro, and uh, you've just been phone tapped. <sighs> Who? What? Oh, my God. Your sister, Kate, and your daughter, Kate? <laughs> she would totally do something like that. Oh, no, my no, God. No, no, no. My heart was in... Danielle. <laughs> How do you live with yourself doing that to people? That's so sad. Because you pay me to. <laughs> oh, that's right. It's in yes. the job description. Hey, let's go to line seven and talk to Patricia. Uh, Patricia. Good morning. Good morning. I'm calling from Vermont and I missed the phone tap and I wanted to hear it because it was about Vermont. <laughs> There you go. Aww. Vermont has its own phone tap today. Uh, I got good news, Patricia. You were caller 100. You just won $1,000. It's all yours. God bless you. Thank you so much. So what's going on, Patricia? What's going on in your life? Well, uh, I work at the Vermont Center for Independent Living, which is an independent living center. If you get a chance, watch Crip Camp on Netflix, and you'll learn all about the movement. It's a cross-disability cross disability rights and um we work with folks who are really struggling right now so you know it's an essential work function i'm actually going into the office today but we're generally working from home and my program is um bathroom and ramp so i'm i'm a specialist in uh knowing what your accessibility needs are for your bathroom modifications and entrance into your home it's a big party wow, topic Patricia. if you're 
You know, I know, I know. What do you do? I'm bathrooms and ramps. What do you do? I'm a radio disc jockey. You know, it's an interesting combination we, we make. You know, Patricia, what you do is so important, and I we, we feel so insignificant with what we do, but how you work with people is just magical, and thank you for being out there listening to our show. We're honored to have you, and, uh, and if you could use the money, here it is, $1,000, thanks to our friends at DeLonghi. Oh, my God. I just can't. There are no words, and I'm just blessed, and thank you so much, and uh, thank you, thank you so much for the joy you bring. Because you know what, uh, if you listen to mainstream news or even the good news like MSNBC, it's still depressing. But you turn on your show, and you know I'm laughing. And when you had said Danielle was doing the phone tap, I was thinking, oh, I hope it's Mrs. Moshkalops. I love her. Oh well, <laughs> I'm, I'm so happy that we it wasn't. I'm kidding. We'll have we'll have one of those on soon for you. Listen, we're going to let you go, Patricia. Hold on. Straight Nate is going to talk to you. He's very smooth and cunning. Be careful. He's a, he's a snake in the grass. Uh, but uh, $1,000 on the way. Hold on one second, Patricia. And thank you to our friends at DeLonghi. Uh, what a great week we're having with our $1,000 free money phone taps. We have another one tomorrow morning. All right. We need to take a break. We'll be back right after this. What's up? I'm Demi Lovato. Hey, this is Alicia Keys. It's Camila Cabello with Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran in the morning show. CBS Pharmacy delivers, and right now, to meet the needs of the current health situation, they're offering free one- to two-day delivery of prescriptions and other store essentials. Visit CVS.com or call your local CVS Pharmacy to get started. Restrictions apply. Everything is awesome. I just think it's awesome. Thank you, guys. You guys are awesome. Thank you for listening. Everything you see or, think or say is awesome. It's nice to just listen to everybody laughing. All those things kind of make me a big hoe. <laughs> Talking about other things that get your mind off. Your daily stress. Well, I don't want your poopicles on I me. I don't want your poopicles either. I don't want anyone's poopicles. You guys are awesome, and Elvis Duran, you are the man. Oh, hey. Your shows, you know, keep it up just the way that it is. You guys are awesome. Everything is awesome. This is Elvis Duran in the morning show. <laughs> really? Everything is awesome. <laughs> well, to be honest, there is a lot of awesomeness going on. I'll give you that. I love this text from uh, one of our heroes, a truck driver in Nebraska. I'm a flatbed cowboy on a concrete sea. Shout out. Oh, Checking in. Hey. Thank you. Oh, nice. <laughs> I love that. A flatbed cowboy on a concrete sea. Uh -huh. I love that very much. You know, a lot of people who are working on the front lines and are, are essential workers are volunteering their time. Did you know that? Especially uh, uh, when it comes to these drive-through testing areas. I know we received a text from someone uh, in New York, I do believe, volunteering at these COVID-19 testing sites and keeping, keeping them running. Look, you know what? I, you could easily just be at home and hiding in uh, like we are and, and doing what's safe as we've been told to do or you are taking your chances and you're going out and you're volunteering and it's so appreciated thank you so much thank you for giving of your time and of course uh everything you're giving that's just an amazing amazing gift to all of us let's go around the room froggy what's going on in your head today so yesterday we had to run by the grocery store to grab something and as we're coming home we had to stop and allow an eight-foot alligator to walk across the street in front of oh our God, car Florida. in between our yeah, cars. It was so neighbors. cool! Was I'm so like, cool. dude, what the hell is going on? Like, where does this thing come from? Like, I, 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 he or she is huge. So somebody's like, is that a female or a male? So I go online and Google, how do you tell the difference? Oh, you have to turn them over and look. I'm like, I will never find yeah, out never if mind. it was a male or a female. <laughs> we'll just let them be whatever they want to be. Yeah, yeah you know what? I, Danielle thinks that's cool, having a 50,000... 
foot alligator walking across the street in your neighborhood. Yeah. I don't find that cool at all. I don't. I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. I must disagree. I love it. Every time I go to visit, I try to get them to come up and visit. And, you know, I do my alligator call. Get it, get it, get it, get it, get it, get it. Oh, God. You know, wait till they one snaps your head off. It's like it's like you know driving through Florida, some of these neighborhoods. It's like it's like driving into uh, Jurassic Park. I don't I don't need that in my life. I'm sorry. <laughs> What's up with you today, Gandhi? On my, on my Instagram. Um. So yesterday I was doing what I do a lot, just staring out my window, looking at things. When I noticed a person in the building across from me doing the same thing, only he had binoculars. So I was like, <gasps> and I ducked, and then I immediately thought. Why the hell don't I have binoculars? Is that legal? Am I allowed to do that and just stare in people's yes, windows? Yes, you are. That's a, you know, I should have gotten them a long city, time ago. It's a given. You're supposed to have binoculars. You're supposed to be looking right into people's living rooms. Just letting you know. That's the law of the oh, city. Oh, man. <laughs> you made a new uh, best friend across the way. Danielle, what's up with you yeah. today? <laughs> uh, so I have given in to the root spray for the roots that are growing in since I have missed my hair color appointment. So you can order a spray from like Clairol or L'Oreal or Oribe to like match your roots. So I have it coming in the mail. I'm very excited. Going to spray some red on the roots and see what happens until I can get to the hairdresser when they reopen. And that will be my solution. And I'm very excited about it. That's well, all yeah, I have excited to, say. to see the progress. Hope it'll drip down my see. head. We'll see. Uh, you know what? It, it's got it's gone to the point now where I just I don't know. I I forgot how to shave. I don't know. I'm gonna look Whatever. like Santa Claus before it's all over with. A lot of people are going in for their shifts. Uh, I know that someone's checking in now, texting in at fifty five one hundred, going in for my shift at Holy Name Medical Center in Teaneck. Wish me luck. We wish you luck, and we wish you love. Also, people out there who are uh, well, our trash relocating specialist technicians. Thank you very much. We appreciate all you're doing yeah. for us. You know who you are. Let's get into the Danielle report. Danielle, you've got lots to talk about. Last yes. night, saying goodbye to Shit's Creek was like a funeral mm -hmm. for so many people that are such fans. I know. Uh, and oh it's never gosh. too late to start watching it, you know. And also tonight is a Modern Family. We're saying goodbye to them. That's right. And if you go and take a look at some of the Instagrams of the cast members of Shit's Creek, of Modern Family, oh my gosh, it's going to rip your heart out because they're crying and they've posted such emotional tributes to their cast members and their fans and how touched they are at all the seasons that they've spent together. And oh my gosh, really, I was tearing up. So go check that out. But yes, you do have an hour long goodbye to Modern Family tonight. And you did say goodbye to Shit's Creek last night. So there you go. Yesterday was World Health Day. Celebrities pay tribute to the healthcare workers fighting to save lives due to coronavirus. I know, like we were talking about in New York, you know, you go outside at seven o'clock and you clap and you make a lot of noise. And so celebrities are trying to do their part to make a lot of noise online so that healthcare and workers know how much we appreciate them. Dr. Phil was giving us some exercise for being in quarantine. He says, you tense up for 10 seconds and then you relax for 10 seconds and then you tense up for 10 seconds and then you relax for 10 seconds and he says it really what does you gotta help do you. is you gotta <laughs> tense up for 10 seconds and then let it all out for 10 seconds <laughs> thank dr. you phil. dr phil Thank you, Dr. <laughs> Bethany, Bethany Frankel is still going strong with her Relief Foundation, Be Strong. This week, she's distributing more than $15 million in aid. And she said overall, she wants to hit $100 million to healthcare workers. So can she do it? I bet she can. She will. So we'll see what oh, happens. absolutely. Yeah. She will. You know what she was doing she yesterday? Was she was asking people just to donate $10 a person. And it was an avalanche of people donating. That's and awesome. it was a beautiful thing. Follow Bethany Frankel and help out.
Uh, celebrities are taken to TikTok with their kids, like uh, the Kardashians and Reese Witherspoon, and they're just doing some fun stuff with their kids. You know, it passes the time. Um, Ellen did her show from home yesterday, and um, she said something that she probably wishes she could take back. She compared her home to jail. Um, she, oh, God. She basically made a joke saying that, you know, she's been in the same clothes for days and everybody is gay, and that's why it's kind of like jail. Well, some people took to Twitter. They didn't think that was cool. They said, you know what? People in jail, you know, they don't have the protection that you have at home and, you know, so on and right. so and forth. And they're not so, all lesbians in jail. Exactly. <laughs> so they, right. they weren't too happy with what she said. Um, J-Lo admitted on Ellen that coronavirus did affect her wedding to A-Rod, that she's in a holding pattern right now. And Ellen said, you know what you should do? You should get married at home and post it on Instagram. And Jennifer said... It is something to think about. That would actually be pretty cool. Everybody would tune in if A-Rod and Jennifer Lopez got married on Instagram. That would give us something to do. That would be so much fun. So I definitely think they should uh, think about that. Okay. I agree. It. And Modern Family I would love to saying go. goodbye tonight. That would be fun. I would I'd love, love to go to their wedding. Yeah, we're not going to get what invited otherwise, so that would be kind of fun. Hey, uh, let's <laughs> exactly. get into the three things you need to know. A shout out going to uh, the occupational therapist, physical therapist, speech language pathologist. Uh, thank you so much for continuing to go in and being very, very essential. All the grocery truck drivers, thank you for bringing in the ham that I have to get for Easter. I'm going to buy a little ham. They have like a little, I may just get like like enough ham, like a half pound for a sandwich or two. Or, I don't know. <laughs> like a little oh, hamlet. Yeah, I'm going to have a little ham steak. <laughs> All right. Into the three things we need to know. Gandhi, what's going on? Jack Dorsey, who's the CEO of Twitter and the Square app, has pledged $1 billion to COVID-19 relief efforts. Yes, I said $1 billion. That's about 28% of his wealth. He says he's going to use his shares from the Square app to do that. So the dollar amount could vary just a little bit. But he also says once the pandemic has been disarmed, he's going to turn his focus toward girls' health and education. And this is not the last amount of money you're going to see him donate. A billion dollars. That's kind of a, a high bar to match there. Yeah. Black Americans, right? Yeah. Good for him, though. Black Americans are dying at a disproportionately higher rate than other Americans when it comes to the coronavirus. In a briefing yesterday, President Trump and Dr. Fauci recognized that they, what they are calling a tremendous challenge and want to find the reason behind it. Data on race and coronavirus cases should be available later this week. Some people are citing underlying health conditions. Others point to poor air quality in cities with high African-American populations. And we know that COVID-19 attacks your respiratory system. So air quality is a big factor in recovery rates. And finally, Facebook is creating something we might all appreciate, whether you're in a relationship or not. It's a private place where you can talk as a couple without sharing it with the world. We all see the couples who are back and forth all the time doing, you know, the flirty blah, blah. It makes some people sick. But now you can take it to a private space. It's called Tuned. That's what the app is. It's going to be like a digital hmm. scrapbook. You can share notes, photos, voice clips, even cards, and you can share your mood, exchange music. Plus, like we said, keep it away from everybody else. The app is free and so far does not require a Facebook account, but that doesn't mean it's not still going to mine the same data from you. However, you'll be able to take your relationship to a private place. And those are your three things. Excellent job, Gandhi. Thank you. By the way, great text just came in. Uh, once again, a shout out out to all of our USPS, FedEx, UPS workers and drivers and everyone working uh, back in the, in the warehouses. Uh, keep in mind that when they deliver stuff to your house, your front uh, door, or if they have to open a mailbox, if you could lice all that down, 
keep it nice and clean for their arrival. That's probably a good idea. Uh, thanks for the tip. If you want to text us, feel free at 55100. Let's take a break. Brene Brown is coming on in, when's she coming on? Straight Nate, when's Brene Brown on? In 10 minutes, Elvis. In 10 minutes, says Straight Nate. All right, hang on. We'll be back right after this. Elvis, Elvis Duran. God, what is it with these people? Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. HGTV's Property Brothers are teaming up with Hollywood A-listers so they can give the gift of home to the special people in their lives. Catch the premiere of this life-changing new series, Celebrity IOU, Monday at 9, 8 central on HGTV and HGTV Go. This is Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. Big shout out to all people working security. You know, I tell you, you know, a lot of businesses are closed, but their uh, store remains locked up. And also there are businesses that are open that are requiring extra security uh, right now because it's a different time. You know, you need to be securing different ways. And so everyone working security, thank you so much. Uh, Matt, the roofer, just heard from him in Melbourne, Florida. Hey, Matt, don't fall. Uh, also, <laughs> we uh, also we talk about the frontline workers in hospitals. There's also a lot of people working in the background at hospitals to keep them rolling and supporting everyone working in ERs and in, in, in ICU. Also, um, Anyway, you know, we could go on and on. There are so many people that need to be thanked. Thank you for what you're doing. You know what you're doing. Brene Brown is coming up in a second. A lot of people got so excited when we announced she was coming on today. She's a great voice to listen to, especially right now. So she's on the way. Uh, Jamie on line one. Let's go talk to Jamie. Hey, Jamie. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I am fantastic. Thank you. How about yourselves? I love that you are fantastic, but are you really? Are you hiding something? Are you? But are you really fantastic? <laughs> oh, no. Tell us. I don't hide anything. I am always fantastic oh. and happy to do what I do. Well, tell everyone uh, what you do, Jamie. I am a home health nurse. I oversee oh, okay. two offices. And um, what I'm calling for is to just thank everyone, not only from my company, but from every company out there. Thank you so much for everything that you do. We have to completely change our, our lifestyle to help other people right now. Um, we go from house to house to house, so we have to make sure that we're doing the proper uh, hand washing, wearing face masks. You know, uh, We even encourage our staff to change their scrubs in between every a client that they see just to limit their exposure. Wow. And then wow. Of course, a lot of, when we're, yeah. A lot of new ways of doing Sorry. things. You know, as a matter of fact, when Brene Brown comes on in a few moments, we're going to talk about this concept of hers. It's called FFT, the F and first time. Like the, the, this is the <laughs> F and first time we've had to do this. Right. Yeah. And so we're all yeah. kind of learning together and you're doing it a different way. We're all doing it a different way. But uh, thank you for what you're doing. I'm sure you're going out there and keep keeping people uh, healthy in their homes. And are you are you taking blood and things like that for testing? I mean, how how much work are you doing in their homes? Well, I do their um, medication fills. Uh, my division is actually non medical, so we do their uh, activities of daily living. So we help them get a shower, we help them make their food, we go to the store for them, which we have to be extra careful about bringing stuff back to them. We have to make sure that they have the proper medical care if that's what they need. There's uh, constant like uh, communication to the office. It's, it's quite extensive. Well, Jamie, thank you so much for uh, being a major part of the machine and keeping us rolling. Uh, we appreciate you listening. Thank you for being with us every day. I hope we're uh, doing a good job for you. And if you need something, oh, you just text us at 55100. 
We are excellent. Okay. I must give us a round of applause. Us. Yay, yay, us. We're awesome. <laughs> us. Yay. We're awesome. <laughs> all right. No, thank you, Jamie, in all sincerity. We appreciate you listening and uh, keep listening. Like I said, if you want anything, you just text us at 55100. I mean, the texts are rolling by at an alarming rate. It's crazy, but I love reading everything everyone has to say. Hey, so Brene Brown is on the phone. If you've never... If you've never watched Brene Brown uh, on Netflix or her TED Talks or if you've never experienced her podcast, which we're now getting into, it's something I suggest you 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 give it a try. And plus, she's a Texas girl and I'm a Texas girl. So we have that in common. So she's speaking my language. So good morning, Brene. Welcome to our show. Thank you for being with us today. Good morning from Houston. How are you? Oh, I can hear it in your voice. I want to go home. I want to go. <laughs> I wish I was there right now. We're doing very you love well. It. It's like there's like 90% humidity. You just walk outside, your glasses fog up, sweat rolls down the back of your neck. It's, it's H town, baby. Yeah. Oh, God. Living in the swamp. <laughs> well, look, uh, I, I know you're very busy. Thank you for your time. Uh, we were listening to, uh, I was listening to some podcast material last week. And I know you just put out a podcast with Alicia Keys that our Danielle just heard. Are you yes, enjoying this podcast life? Are you loving it? Oh, my God. I'm loving it. I am loving it. I just haven't done anything that I loved like this in a while. But I just, I'm such a curious person that, you know, and I've, I've probably conducted, I don't know, like 10,000 interviews because that's what I do for a living as a researcher. But I just love listening and asking questions and prodding and pushing a little bit. It's just. Yeah, it's my thing completely. I had no idea. Do you have a favorite thing that you like to research? Do I have a favorite thing I like to research? Um, yeah, I really, you know, vulnerability is, is my thing. But I really love digging into, we all think vulnerability is weakness because that's how, of course, that's definitely how I was raised, but how most of us were raised. I love digging into the fact that vulnerability is the birthplace of courage and that whether I'm talking to special forces or I'm talking to CEO or, or you know, talking to healthcare workers, this idea that there is no courage without vulnerability and that all of us are so afraid to let ourselves be seen. I mean, that's probably my favorite research. And I love it. Wow. It's, it's a great message, too. It's, it's so simple and pure. It, you know, showing vulnerability is the opposite of, of showing weakness. It, it's actually showing me courage. And uh, we encourage everyone to open up, to let everyone know how you're feeling. And it, it's really funny. If you're talking to someone about how you feel, you somehow hear your words come out of your mouth. And it helps you understand yourself better as well. Hey, you know, uh, anxiety, true. you know, mental health, anxiety. There are, there are many yeah. shades of anxiety on the spectrum. There's everything from uh, the anxiety that needs to be treated. Uh, there's also day-to-day -day anxiety, which you've talked about in your podcast. And that's, that's something that the majority of us are experiencing every day. Uh, is, there any, is there any quick spin or any quick thought you have on that that's sort of like a Brene Brown 101 thought on anxiety at the house? Definitely. I mean, I think we're all in it. I mean, if you're not, if you're not feeling a little anxious right now, I'm not sure you're paying attention. So I think we're all, we're all in some anxiety. What's helpful for me to understand about anxiety is that it is the most contagious emotion or affect that we experience. So when one person brings anxiety into a situation, it usually just catches fire. So one of the ways that we talk about it is that anxiety is never a function of just a single individual. It's always a, a function of groups, of teams, of, fa of families. So 
the hard news is that ang- your anxiety or our anxiety is contagious. The great news is that calm is also contagious. And two things I would say about anxiety that I think are helpful. One is most of us have very patterned ways of expressing anxiety that we learned in our first families. Some of us overfunction, where we become kind of controlling, micromanaging, telling, you know, bossing everybody, telling everybody what to feel and what to do. And some people start underfunctioning in anxiety. They don't show up. They are less capable. They are not dependable. And so it's really helpful to understand that when we go into anxiety, like in my house, we name it. We say, look, I think everyone's in some anxiety. I'm an overfunctioner because I'm the oldest of four, codenamed Sister Superior growing up. Um, right. it's, it's really helpful just to name, hey, we're in it. And we need to start practicing calm, which means slowing down the way we talk, taking some breaths, reality checking whether anxiety is really helpful in that moment. Um, So I think the hardest thing about anxiety is a lot of the times the way we show up for us is shaming. Like, I don't want to be a controlling, you know, kind of person, but it's not always who I am, but it's the way I was raised to deal with anxiety. Um, So understanding that there's different ways we show up and understanding that calm is contagious, I think are both helpful. I love that here on our family, we have a family of 15 people working on the show and we're all, we're all in our heads right now, like labeling each other. Okay. He's an overfunctioner. <laughs> she's an underfunctioner. <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. It's okay. It's helpful to talk um, about. I mean, it's helpful to talk about. And I mean, it's probably better for people to own their own thing. But the minute I read this, it's from, I read it from Harriet Lerner's book, Dance of Connection. I was like, oh my God, I just started just labeling everybody, which was not the intention, but <laughs> it's helpful. It is. It's good to put people like give them like, like hi, my name is over-functioning. <laughs> a little label on your, your lapel. <laughs> By the way, if you're just turning us on, Brene Brown is here and uh, I want you to check out her podcast. I'm going to get more into that in just a moment. Uh, Gandhi, you have a question for Brene? Yes. So we talk about this all the time. It is very important to be calm, especially if you're feeling a lot of anxiety right now. But what is the best way to tell someone to calm down without saying calm down? Because that's a trigger that never works. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's like a punch in the face response. Um, Yes. But that's what you're thinking. So it's a great I think it's you know, what's weird. Here's what the data show. reflect back what you want to see in them. So if I call you and I'm like, honey, you're not going to believe what happened. I heard this was happening and I heard there may be layoffs and I heard if you come back and you're like, hey, come down, blah, blah, blah. It gets, just gets ratcheted up. So use the voice, the breath, the, the, the reflection that you want back. So if you come at me with that, I go back and say, I haven't heard about that. Can you say more? Like reflect back the cadence and the level And the thing I always ask myself, two questions. One, do I have enough data to freak out? Number two, if I have enough information to freak out, is it going to be helpful? So a lot of times, because we have these things called mirror neurons that people try to match when we're in conversation with them, if you you return anxiety with anxiety, it ramps up. If you can stay calm, it's much better than telling someone to stay calm. You know what I find so interesting? You're talking about, and I love that, by the way, if you want people to calm down, then just give them what you want from them, like I'm doing right now. Now, I've been (laughs) living out on my farm, Brene, by myself with my schnauzer for two weeks, and I've found that my anxiety level is 
nowhere. I don't, I don't really have any anxiety at all, except, you know, on the show and things go wrong, whatever. And I'm finding that you know, it is contagious. There's no one here to give me anxiety except for my dog. And he's, you know, all he does is it craps on the, you know, in the yard and I pick it up. It's like, that's it. It's all it is. So it's so important to approach any relationship we have with, with our family or anyone we're quarantined with or anyone at work, you know, give them what you want back. And I think that's just so simple. It's, it's just great advice. By the way, the ongoing crisis we're dealing with, and I'm sure you're already thinking ahead during this time, Brene, for your next podcast, like what's your new headline and how we're de- dealing with what's going on with coronavirus and our relationships with each other? What is your new thought that you're really starting to f- like take form with? We can't give up on people because we're all we have, you know, like no matter how frustrated we are or challenged. And I, I think the two things that I'm thinking right now really a lot and focusing the podcast on is we can't give up on each other. We're really all we have. And we are inex- you know, inextricably connected to each other. This idea that we can take care of just ourselves, like we either get well together or we stay sick together. Um, and so we're not great. We're really good at individualist thinking, I think, in this country. And, you know, again, fifth generation Texan, like that's definitely the way I was raised. But we're either going to get well together or we're going to stay sick together. And we've got to turn the I to we and the them to us. That's a really big thing right now that all of us, that's a new muscle for us to work on because we, most of us don't have it. And how do you feel life is going to be like after the pandemic? I know it's hard to look into a crystal ball, but you can, we can already see patterns forming. Like, will we be shaking hands ever again? Will we, no one's going to be playing beer pong. I mean, that's a thing of the past. I mean, so, but other than that, how about our, our connections with each other and ourselves? How do you think this could be reshaping us? You know, I don't know. I don't know. I, I really, I have no idea. My husband's a pediatrician and we talk about it all the time. And he's like, I have no idea what, I mean, it'll reshape the medical community for sure. Um, hopefully it'll, it'll reshape some of our leadership around pandemic readiness, but I don't know how it's going to change us. But what I do know is one of the things that's very hard right now for us is that we are we are both trying to find a new normal right now and grieving the loss of normal right now. And those are, that's a big ask to do both those things at the same time, which is why I think we need to be, you know, kind and gentle with ourselves and with other people. It's a, it's a, it's a, I was going to cuss, but I'm not going to some on the radio. It's a, <laughs> it's a shoot show. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Okay. <laughs> we get it. I love talking to a Texan. You know what's great about Texans? And, and Brene is a master so at this, is storytelling. Uh, my dad, God rest his soul, he would just love to stand and hold court and tell stories. And no one told stories like my dad. And I found that you and my father have those storytelling abilities in common. What, in your opinion, kind of off topic a little bit, what is, what is your advice on how to tell a story? Can you do that? Or is this something that you were born with and you can't explain it? Well, there's probably a BS gene that we get in Texas, but I think that I think the best storytellers, the best stories have specificity. You know, it's like I was thinking about my my big love, John Prine, who died um, yesterday and songwriter extraordinaire storyteller. You know, it's we think that the, the stories that will resonate are the ones that are not very specific. So they reach more people. 
But if we want other people to see their lives reflected in our stories, you got to get specific. You know, there, you know, a story about how the screen porch sounds when it closes, the story about the smell of my grandmother's beer bread, the story, you know, the story of fighting over the mess my my husband leaves at his sink that I have to share. Like, the more specificity in a story, the more our lives feel connected to it. So I think specificity and don't rush it. Small moments are great stories. I love that. I love that how specific, being specific is, is also basically another way of saying painting uh, pictures with your words. And I think that's such a talent. Yeah. And look, you know, Brene Brown, uh, if you're loving what you're hearing, and I know you are, uh, I would check her out right now. The TED Talk on vulnerability is my favorite, or also anything on Netflix you can catch. And this this podcast, Unlocking Us, where you just uh, hung out with our, our friend um, Alicia Keys. And it's, it's great. Brene, having you on here has calmed me down. I'm, I'm ready to conquer the world. And we thank you so much for your time. Go do it. Thank you all for having me on. It was fun. Uh, are you a gigum or a hook'em horns? What? Hook'em horns. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I got a gigum. Wow. I got a gigum. <laughs> Unlocking Dang. Us is the podcast. Make sure you give it a listen right now, wherever podcasts are found. Brene Brown, have a beautiful day. Thanks for your time today. Y'all too. Okay, bye bye. <laughs> you hear that? Y'all too. Oh, <laughs> you know, she really has a lot to say, and to be able to listen to her in long form in, in a podcast or one of her TED talks or whatever, it, it, it's pretty cool. Did you guys enjoy that? Did you enjoy yes. hearing what she had to say? Very soothing. I think that, did. I think that's why she liked Alicia Keys so much because in Alicia Keys's book, she uses the kind of words that she loves so much to describe things, and when you listen to her talk to Alicia, she gushes over those words and like how Alicia describes, you know, what she's gone through and how she had to take control of her life and the anxieties that she went through and stuff like that. So it's interesting. It's actually a little over an hour. It's one of our longer uh, podcasts too. Wow. You know, something I, I got from that talking about anxiety, you know, she's talking about just the day-to-day walk around the world anxiety that we're all experiencing to different degrees. And it, anxiety isn't always about hiding and crying. It's also about sometimes being an over-functioner. Sometimes if you're anxious, it comes out with you screaming at people and showing you're scared by belittling people and causing more stress and anxiety, which I know that's me. I'm the over protecting fierce advice giving person advice that no one wants to hear kind of guy and <laughs> and then there are people who are under protectors who are uh the there's just more fragile you know so you know depending on who you are label yourself as either on top of the mountain of anxiety or beneath it and hiding from it. And it, it really will help out the way you relate with other people. Does that make sense? Am I making yes. any sense at all? Mm-hmm. Scary says yes, because he wants me to take a break. <laughs> I think all, all we need in our life, our lives is a lot more calm. I really do. And yeah. this is an experiment that I've been noticing out here. Living alone is my day is nothing but calm. I really have nothing to get upset about. At all, unless you know Nate calls me or something. Oh, but, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> unless work calls, you know. Uh, what do you What do you want to do here, straight Nate? Let's tease Danielle. Danielle.
<laughs> Ooh, tease me. How do we tease Danielle? <laughs> wow, you're looking mighty foxy today. Ah, <laughs> uh-huh, Danielle. So, we got to talk about Joe Exotic because he's covering the new People magazine and there are exclo- explosive new details inside. Explosive <laughs> new details yes. with Joe Exotic. Also, we've got sound with Garrett on the way. We've got a lot going on. And don't forget, we have our our bonus hour. We've been seeing huge, huge numbers on our digital listening uh, when it comes to our 10 a.m. East Coast hour. We are, uh, of course, exclusively on Z100 here in New York, but uh, we are opening it up to the world. If you're uh, on your totally free iHeartRadio app or listening on SiriusXM on Channel 12, we'll see you for a whole different different kind of show uh, at 10 o'clock this morning. Uh, if you want or more information, just uh, look for Z100 New York on your app or listen to us in New York on Z100. All right, taking a break. We'll be back after this. What's up, Spazzy? Hey, this is Justin Timberlake. Hey there, it's BB Rexa. And you're listening to Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran in the morning. Yeah, we have a problem. Yes, we will deal with it. Yes, we will overcome it. But let's find our better selves in doing it. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Hey, thank you to all the janitors and maintenance people out there doing their jobs to keep our, keeping our facilities uh, facilities safe for everyone who's working and shopping and, and doing everything you're doing. Thank you. We appreciate it very much. Uh, we have lots to do here. We have got to get into sound with Garrett, but first we've got to stop off at Planet Danielle for the Planet yes. Danielle report. Danielle, <laughs> what do you got going right. on today? Let's just talk Tiger King for a minute. So uh, this special that we're getting, I'm hearing now it's a reunion special, according to his husband, uh, and that Carol will not appear, that it's more of just where are they now? And Carol was not happy with the way she was represented in the show. So she she doesn't want to come back. No. (laughs) And speaking of the Tiger King, uh, People Magazine has Joe Exotic on their cover right now. Um, 35 million units. Unique viewers in the first ten days that this thing was out on Netflix. How Wait, crazy do that number again? is that? Thirty-five million unique viewers in the first ten days. That's sick. That's it. incredible. Um, so from jail, Joe actually filed a lawsuit against various government agencies as well as his former business partner Jeff Lowe for ninety-four million dollars in damage. And he says, "Now I am ready to put Carol in my past. I'm ready to move on." And if you read the article, you'll see that he was so obsessed with her that it was the first thing he thought about in the morning, the last thing he thought about at night, and there. They're saying that he really did love the animals at first. And then once he became so obsessed with her and everything that the animals just kind of took a, a back page and he his obsession just took over. So you got to read this article in People magazine. Um, you've got nothing else. What to about do, the meth? So did the well. meth take what? over at any point? The, the meth <laughs> might have taken over as well. Not sure if that's in the article, but you may want to read okay. that. But uh, yeah, so that's what's going on there with your with your Tiger King. <laughs> All right, Garrett's turn. All right, let's get into Garrett. He's alive from the kitchen. What did you serve the kids for breakfast today, Garrett? Fan favorite, Elvis. It is French toast stick day here at the Garrett household. I mean, French sticks galore, any shape, size you want. Uh, Just like Danielle, we have to ration on the syrup. By the way, it's funny on the phone because French sticks sounds like French something else. I was, I don't know, am I the only one who thought that? Yeah. All right. Okay, into town. Here we go. What do you have for – here we go. <laughs> Before right, here, we comment. Here we go. Yeah. I, I know what I'm serving. Uh, all right, here we go. Let's talk about this. So we've been talking about celebrating healthcare workers all over the place, from singing to clapping at 7 p.m. And uh, in Canada, they do it a very Canadian way by banging hockey sticks on the ground. To all the hospital okay. workers out on the front lines – 
Thank you. There you go. Those wacky Canadians. All right. I love it. Yes. Yeah, let's stay in Canada for a second. So Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, uh, he was talking about wearing masks out in public, and uh, he said a word that is making people feel a little awkward, and you'll hear it at the end of this clip. If people want to wear a mask, that is okay. It protects others more than it protects you because it prevents you from breathing or, or, or speaking moistly on them. Oh, what a terrible image. Oh. <laughs> is that even oh. it's so gross <laughs> is that even a thing speaking moistly oh. yeah i don't know i, I can guess. feel it i can feel it Ugh. such All a right. gross word uh, when used that way it's even more gross <laughs> yes let, let's talk about uh espn's mike greenberg so just like many of us uh mike greenberg was on his show yesterday until the end of the show he thought it was wednesday but in reality, it was Tuesday yesterday, and uh, here's him apologizing for that. Before we wrap, I have to admit something to you. I opened the show this morning by saying, good morning, I'm Mike Greenberg. We're in Bristol, and it's a Wednesday. As God is my witness, until two minutes ago, I thought it was Wednesday. These are very strange times, but we're getting through them together. And to all of the first responders and the medical professionals, we thank you from the bottom of our hearts. There you go. By the way, today is Wednesday for those keeping score. Yeah. 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 All right, uh, let's talk about this. This is going viral right now. It's on YouTube. There's a guy named Wes Tank, and he decided to rap Dr. Seuss's classic Fox in Socks over Dr. Uh, Dr. Dre hip-hop beats like What's the Difference and Let Me Ride, and here's a little sample of that. Take it slowly. This book is dangerous. Fox socks, box knocks, knocks in box and fox in socks, knocks on fox in socks in box. Socks on knocks and knocks in box. Fox and mm-hmm. socks on box on knocks. Checks with bricks come. Checks with blocks come. Checks with bricks and blocks and clocks come. Looks I bet Dr. Seuss would have loved that version. Yes. <laughs> All right. Yeah. And then, this, is, this, this is a cool story I got from our listener. Her name is Maria Bissette. So there's a, a little boy named James who lives in uh, Darien, Connecticut, and he had to cancel his birthday party due to the coronavirus. So what all the volunteer first responders decided to do were take out their trucks, like the fire, the fire department, uh, the, the police department, and uh, drive by his house to celebrate James's birthday. Can you imagine? He must have been so excited. <laughs> I love that. You know, these drive-by parties are really becoming all the rage. That's awesome. Yeah. Uncle Johnny's birth- birthday is on the way, by the way. He's asking if we can drive Aww. down 33rd Street and scream up at his window. So I don't know if Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Garrett. You're a good American. We appreciate welcome. it. You know, speaking of Uncle Johnny, we got to get him on tomorrow. Let's get him on. I miss him. Well, maybe we'll get him on during our live show on Z100 at 10 o'clock. Anyway, we got to take a break. You're a good American, Garrett, and I can't wait to see what's for breakfast tomorrow. We'll see you then. We'll be back right after this. Hey, this is Dan and Shay. Hi, this is Seth Rogen. What's up? This is Keith Winston's Fall Out Boy. This is Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran in the morning show. Isn't it crazy how life is changing at such a rapid pace? Every day seems to be so much different than the day before. Uh, new challenges rolling through to change the way we think about how we live our lives, how the kids are doing their schoolwork with schools closed. And by the way, kids going online more for schoolwork and entertainment right now. So it's important to keep them safe while they're connected. That's why we got to talk about Norton 360 with LifeLock. Norton LifeLock 
It's a company dedicated to your cyber safety, and they want to do their part to help out. That's why this is amazing they're doing this. They're giving totally free six months of Norton Family, totally free. With Norton Family, you can help monitor your kids' online activities. You can block unsuitable sites while your kids are surfing the internet in the other room. You can see which uh, websites and search terms they're using and videos and Android apps they're downloading. You can help your kids avoid accidentally giving out sensitive personal information like your phone number and your address, stuff like that. And to get it for free for your family, thank you, Norton LifeLock. This is a, a wonderful opportunity you're giving us. Norton LifeLock committed to help keeping your family safer online. If you want it for free for six months, no payment information is required at all. Sign up today at norton.com slash, slash family. That's norton.com slash family for six months free. Again, you don't have to give them any payment information online at all. Norton.com slash family. This is Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. Have you guys uh, started with Quibi yet on your phone? I've been wanting to. So you have Gandhi? Yes. Um, Have you started watching any episodes? Yeah, I found something that I thought was different than what it was, but I was pleasantly surprised. It's called Fierce Queens. So I was like, oh, right. maybe I'll get some drag queens or something going on here. No, it's about <laughs> no. fierce female animals and how they grow up. And it's narrated by Reese Witherspoon. So I was like, oh, even better. I love this. <laughs> A lot of people don't even know what Quibi is. Quibi, uh, it's it's programming on your phone. A beautifully done uh, production. Fantastic themes. Uh, they've got great celebrities and some of them, some of, them, some of these shows are hosted by people you've never seen before. Uh, the one I want to watch is called Murder House Flip. Wait, <laughs> hear me out. Oh, yeah. They, oh. Take, they take houses where awful, heinous murders have occurred and they redo them and they sell them. <laughs> I guess they That's live in them. Oh, no. Nope. But here's so Murder my House Flip. What? These shows are like 15 minutes each, right? So well, they have yeah, to Yeah, 15 flip- or under. Yeah, they have to flip. They have to buy this house, flip this house, and sell it in fifteen minutes. <laughs> well, no, no. I mean, they come in different. They come in different parts. It's like part one. Like right now oh, okay, is the okay. Dor- the Dorothea Puente home, because serial okay. killer Dorothea Puente poisoned seven people in her boarding house and buried them in the backyard. And now designers oh. Joel and Michael visit the current owners to replace their home's negative energy with a new makeover. <laughs> Oh, beautiful. It's only a part one. So, it, okay. you know, anyway, so I can't wait to watch. There's another one uh, called Pop 5. And I know iHeart is involved with Pop 5. It's about music, musicians. Uh, the host, his name is Tim Cash. Never heard of him. Can't wait to see him. He has a conversation uh, on his first episode with Bryce Vine. We love Bryce Vine. Uh, and it's it's a, it's a very short form, yet very, very information and, and entertaining packed um show called uh pop five so make sure you give that a watch so quibi q-u-i-b-i you know do a search on it learn more about it i i think it's great the problem people are having with it is you can only see it on your phone so far i do believe i nate are they working on letting you put it on your tv soon or on your ipad or whatever i think it's a matter of time elvis yeah, right now it's only on your phone, which I'm fine with. I think it's a great it's a great thing to have on your phone exclusively. So that's Quibi, Q-U-I-B-I. Uh, give it a look. Also, Punked, which is hosted by Chance the Rapper. Garrett likes that one. Yes. So uh, <laughs> here you go. Uh, don't forget, we are live with our bonus hour starting at 10 o'clock East Coast time in less than one hour. It's a little less music and a lot more just talking to people on the phones and talking to each other. 
about things going on locally in New York. Uh, we're on Z100 with it live, and you can hear it around the world on uh, your totally free iHeartRadio app. So uh, it's starting at 10 o'clock, and we're looking at the digital numbers on this thing. A lot of people are listening because a lot of people are sleeping later. A lot of people aren't getting up till yeah. 9 in the morning. So yeah, this is actually prime time. Yeah. <laughs> I, are you sleeping later? Yeah, you you just, what you hear, we're sleeping through this whole thing. Yeah, yeah we're asleep now. <laughs> we're just now waking up. Froggy's just now waking up. You know what I'm also loving online is uh, all the people are all the people that are signing on to watch and comment on Froggy giving his son Caden a haircut. I think, yeah. was that entertaining six months ago? I don't know about then, but now it is. Is that, isn't that strange how things have changed so much? I, I found it so entertaining. You should open up Froggy's Barbershop and it should all uh, have, you know, you should post every single cut on your page on Instagram. All we do is buzz all right, cuts. Let's That's get all in, we do. Let's get into the three things. Yeah, buzz cuts. There's, those are your specialty. Three things you need to know from Gandhi. Gandhi, what's going on? Some good news. New York's Governor Andrew Cuomo says that the state's coronavirus growth curve seems to be flattening, but the state still needs some more medical staff. We are very lucky. We've had 7,000 additional healthcare workers volunteer. They were retired professionals, but they've stepped up to help. We love them for that. And it is important to remember, even if the curve starts to flatten, social distancing is still very important. Staying home, still important. Cover your mouth, wash your hands, cover your nose when you go out. We want to keep going in the right direction, not set ourselves back. The Census Bureau is sending paper forms to homes that have not filled out the online questionnaire yet. These forms are going out to more than 65 million homes. Most people started getting notices in the mail about a month ago, but census officials say that the Bureau's suspension of field operations over the past month might be cutting into response rates. So if you can fill one out, do it. And finally, we were all intrigued and learned a little something earlier when we found out that scientists are creating a smart toilet that recognizes you by your butt. It also monitors your health <laughs> through your waist, both liquid and solid. And it can tell you things like, oh, you may be subject to having colon cancer. You might have prostate cancer because <clears throat> everyone's anal print is unique. So that's how the toilet is gonna recognize you. And it's still in the early stages. So we don't know when it's gonna hit the market. I don't know if I would even want that, but I was oh, fascinated I to learn that anal prints are unique. I didn't know that. Yeah, Froggy, if Apple came out with the new anal print toilet seat, you would have it. You would have the next one. All in. All in. Yes. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Gandhi. We'll be back after You're this. You're welcome. I listen to you every single morning. I absolutely, I just love you guys. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Hey, it's Gandhi, and we all know that sun protection is essential. Take care of your skin the way I do with Hawaiian Tropic sunscreen. Hawaiian Tropic has perfected a light, non-greasy formula that's great for your daily beauty routine. So do what I do and stock up on Hawaiian Tropic. Available at Walmart. Don't answer the phone. Elvis, Elvis Duran, the Elvis Duran phone tap. Daniel, this is yours. Yes. You have an, an email ready to go? Uh-huh. Kate okay. emailed and said, my sister's graduating high school this year, and she was accepted into the college of her choice. Wouldn't it be funny if she wasn't accepted? So you need to call her. Tell her there was a mistake. She's not getting in. You can even call my mom and tell her that my sister's not getting in. It's going to be so funny. So you're going to phone tap the whole family? Yeah. Here we go. Today's phone tap. Hello. I'm Hello. looking for Darlene, please. Yes, this is. Yeah, hi, Darlene. This is Melissa Landers calling from in Vermont. I, I think I spoke to you briefly before looking for your daughter. Yeah, you were going to call my daughter on her cell. Uh, I do have her on the cell right now. She's actually there. Are you there? Yeah, hi. I had to call your daughter because we made a mistake um, with her admissions. And what? unfortunately, we have to take one student above her. 
Whoa, 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 Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. We have all of the acceptance letters from you. We have been accepted under the honors program, and we have our grant letter from you. We have here somebody who is on the chess team and the choir, and she did community service working with elderly people. That, to me, is a lot more than snowboarding and cheerleading. Unacceptable. Totally unacceptable. She doesn't have what it takes to go here. This is asinine. I'm sorry. Excuse my language, but this is absolutely asinine. I'm going to put you on hold one second, Darlene, and I'm going to just speak to her for a second. Okay. Uh, Hello? Are you still there, Jacqueline? Yeah, hi. To me, this looks like somebody who partied a lot in school. Are you joking me? Look at my grades. Did you hang out with a lot of boys uh, during school? What does and that have to do with anything? Yeah, I have guy friends, but that has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> it just seems here that you were the type of student that cared more about going to the mall than studying. Oh, my God. Between you and I, your mom's on hold. Snowboarding? You are kidding, right? I was on the ski club. Why does not that kind of extracurricular activity? I've got to interject here. I'm sorry, but you did not put me on hold. And then you are in no position <laughs> to go making those kind of accusations. You cannot say that she is the type to go to running to the malls. That's, I mean, you, I'm sorry, but I don't know where you're trying to get off making these kinds of accusations about my daughter. Well, uh, first of all, I don't understand why this damn hold button doesn't work. Uh, but second of all, looking at this, looks like she's a party girl. And that's not the type of person we want at <laughs> You have a better student who has choir. What the hell is that all about? Because a student has choir over uh, math club, I guess that's the better of the two. So, you know, those are the judgment calls that you're making. Did you do any drugs and alcohol in school? No. Oh, now you see, though, you delayed with your answer. Oh, my God. Okay, Jackie. So- Jackie, we will work out a plan. Forget it. It's, yeah, forget not about it. Right I don't even How can you there. say forget I, I, about it? This is it. No, 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 no. Don't even try to, de- don't even try to defend Lassen at this juncture. Okay, please. Listen. How about Kentucky? Oh, please. Have you looked into... Please. You know what, Melissa, it's, it's been interesting talking to you. You like snowboarding? They have bull riding as an extracurricular activity in oh, Kentucky. Oh, please. Melissa. Oh, but you consider oh, that an extracurricular activity. Where, where do you get off with these, off the bull... Forget it. Jackie, just hang up. Wait a second. No, no problem. No problem. We'll... Did you have to pay an admissions fee, by the way, yet? Of course we did. Yeah, you will not be getting that back just because of your attitude. <laughs> what? You're the one who is holding back my... You know what, Jackie? We're not about negative energy. We are I know. Just so this, out, we're, this, this is so out of our league. Stupid. This is just Seriously? not about negative Ridiculous. energy. So you know what, what are you, Mrs. Melissa, Feng Shui or something? I've my energies on this <laughs> All they did was screw me over, so... My energy level of negativity is done. Do you done. think it's Put my fault? It. It's done. Is Melissa, it my... This call is done. Jackie, hang up the phone. There is no need to call back anymore. Thank you very much. I Okay, I just want to tell you one day. one other thing. Can I tell you one other thing? Oh, God, dear. My name is Danielle Monaro, and uh, you've just been phone tapped. Who? What? Oh, my God. Your sister, Kate, and your daughter, Kate? <laughs> she would totally do something like that. Oh, oh my no, God. No, 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 no. My heart was in... This phone tap was pre-recorded with permission granted by all participants. The Elvis Duran phone tap only on Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Oh, this is obnoxious. I love it. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. So with more and more people uh, staying at home, trying to do home improvement projects and stuff, 
Uh, there's an increase in power tool injuries. I don't mean to laugh. It's not funny. It can be very serious, right? Well, you know what? Bad news. My brother-in-law, my brother-in-law is becoming an orthopedic surgeon. So he's working in the emergency room right now in Philly. And this is what he is seeing. He says, everyone's doing these at-home projects. So they're finding the injuries from the tools. People are on their roofs and they're falling off the roof. And he's, and he's getting everybody in the emergency room from doing at-home projects. He says, it's crazy. Oops. Yep, stop it. I, don't, I shouldn't laugh. It's not funny. I mean, there's people, I no. mean, there could be a lot less fingers in this world after the pandemic is over with. I'm not quite mm-hmm. sure. But oh, no. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, I mean, go, the hospitals are full. I mean, and the hospitals are like, don't go unless you have to places right now. So if right. you, uh, if you lose, lose a finger on the, on the table saw, I'm sorry. That's no. not good. Hey, when I was growing up, I think it was CBS. They had the Sunday night movie. And this is before your time, but every Sunday night they had movies. They're bringing that back. Did you see this? Oh, no. I mean, they're bringing back the good movies like, uh, um, I don't know, Forrest Gump. You know, movies like that. They've been out for a while. So this Sunday night, I may be watching. I don't know. Remember Disney Uh, used to do that, too. Yeah, Disney used to have the movie of the week. Yeah. Oh, gosh. That was awesome. Hey, so, you know, I've gone this long without signing up for uh, Disney+. (gasps) Oh. Am I missing you out on missing anything? Out. You, you are, are missing, missing out. out big time. Are you kidding? But it all depends on if you like Disney or not. Like, I am a huge Disney fan. Danielle's the biggest Disney fan I've ever met. But if you don't care about Disney stuff, then you're missing nothing. However, I love it. <laughs> I love all things Disney, uh, but I don't know if I need to get a whole network for it. I don't know. It's a lot of money. And Quibi, lot, I, but- I, I joined Quibi for $7.99 a month, so I don't have to have any ads. That's kind of cheap. And, and but- it's not Disney, but they're showing you, you know, they're flipping houses that are have murder scenes in them. What, uh, Danielle? <laughs> but the Disney stuff, like, I feel like there's really cool things like Imagineers and stuff like that where you learn behind-the-scenes stuff for Disney. And there's a lot of different things. It's not just the movies. You get specials. And it's just like you get the elephant, If you you know, that, that new documentary on the elephants. And it's just there's mm-hmm. a lot of things. It's not just the Disney vault, like the movies that we all love. It's a lot of good stuff. Well, you also get ESPN with it, so that's cool. <laughs> Yeah, that is true. Well, what are they doing? What's ESPN doing? There's no games. Uh, a lot of currently classics. nothing. Yeah, they're just uh, playing old stuff a lot. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, scary. Mine came with my Fios package, so I'm like, it's free. I looked through it. I watched the entire original Steamboat Willie Mickey Mouse cartoon, and I'm like, oh, I've never saw this thing before. How great is I'm that? In. Cartoons from the in. 40s, you're in. By the way, if you're just turning us on, welcome. You know, a lot of people are waking up later, and we're adjusting to what you need. Uh, it used to be our prime hours on our show were like 6.45 to 7.45, 8.45. Now our prime hours, they don't start till like after 7.45. Um, was, was that's, and, of course, that's why we're doing the extra bonus hour uh, live from Z100 starting in about 20 minutes. At 10 o'clock East Coast time every morning, we do our show exclusively for Z100 in New York, but you can listen to it on the iHeartRadio app anywhere you are. So it may sound very New York to you, and that's fine. New York is okay to listen to or about, listen to things about. Also, this morning, if you weren't up early enough to hear Brene Brown, the full interview is at ElvisDuran.com and Elvis Duran Show on Instagram. We loved hanging out with her. Uh, let's get on to the Danielle report. Daniela, what do you got going yes. on for your last report? 
So we know Katy Perry is having a girl, so congratulations there. But Rob Shooter said that she's going to name the baby after her grandma. And Pearl Hudson was her grandma who passed away recently. So will the name Pearl be in there? Will it be Hudson? Will it be Anne? Who knows? But there'll be some kind of a tribute, we think, uh, in the name. So that'll be cool. Um, so on-screen costumes from popular shows like Chernobyl will be used by healthcare professionals to help fight coronavirus. The people who give us those costumes for these shows Shows are donating them to the cause because they know how important it is and they can get a, a lot of use out of them right now. So it's nice that they're doing that. Um, let's see. If you haven't seen Parasite, the movie, now's a good time because you're home. It's won a lot of awards and it's on Hulu. It's a dark comedy. Got four Academy Awards. And uh, I know that uh, Nate saw it and he absolutely loved it. So you may want to check that out. Uh, you've got Modern Family. We're saying goodbye to Modern Family. That's the big thing. And we said goodbye to Shit's Creek yesterday. Look at social media for the different cast members because they posted a lot of really cool tributes to their cast members and to the fans who have supported them over the years. So check that out if you get a chance. All right, Daniel, thank you. We're back right after this. This is Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. HGTV's Property Brothers are teaming up with Hollywood A-listers so they can give the gift of home to the special people in their lives. Catch the premiere of this life-changing new series, Celebrity IOU. Monday at 9, 8 central on HGTV and HGTV Go.